Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode number 470, podcast number 350. Tonight's episode brought to you by the new Commodore 64, now with 35 kilobytes of RAM. Uh, with me I have Josh Subi Zabrickus. Yes sir, we are back again for another Monday, well at least I'm back finally. Yeah, so looking forward to... Uh, oh, that's right. You weren't here last week. Yeah. It was um, the best show ever. <laughs> it I, what, I was actually listening to it. Oh. No, the, I, I wasn't. I can't lie. I, I had better <laughs> things to do, so... Whatever. <laughs> and we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. And greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker here and wherever we are in my mom's basement. Uh, getting ready to broadcast some uh, paintball information to you guys, so Again, I'll turn you over to my friend Gavin. Wayne's World, Wayne's World. Uh, <laughs> Joe's mom's <laughs> basement. That's where we are right now at Studio C. I'm Gavin Sharp from Terratech Industries, and thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in this evening. And like I say every week, because Josh missed it one more time, I hit like, share, or start a watch party because it is Monday night. It's behind the bunker. We're going to be talking paintball and a whole lot of other nonsense. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And remember, we are watching you on the chat, so interact with us, and we can try to get back to you as well. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Joe used to do his creepy... I'm watching you. <laughs> he hasn't I'm done it for a while. No. Yeah. Did no. you get a phone call from no, somebody? No, that lawsuit. And... Remember, we're still paying for that. Uh, uh, Dwayne King right. is saying, settle down, Gavin. All right, I'll behave. And John Romano says, is Commodore still running on hoft- on hard disks? I don't know. I'm still on cassettes, my friend. I'm a little hard, on, on, hard disk? on floppy. Four-inch uh, floppies, too. I'm still using my Coleco Atom. <laughs> there you Look go. Look at you, Joe. You typed that in right away. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Uh, I have to say something. I'm watching it in Rewind, or not Rewind. I'm watching it live on Facebook to make sure everything is coming through. I don't know what's going on, and maybe I should knock on wood, but it looks crisp tonight. Did, are we doing Shut your different? mouth. You Chris, shut your mouth when you talk to me. I know. Maybe my, ancient, is different. my ancient laptop hasn't gone onto the Wi-Fi yet, so <laughs> just get, get a second. It'll bring everything right back down to where it I think it's is. Coleco Atom power right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, this thing's so old, it might actually be. So lots to get to on the show tonight. We have Mail Time segment. We have Advice from Idiot segment. We have Joe's Vault. And uh, Gavin, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you calling me out? <laughs> gonna be like that. Just gonna it's a refreshing <laughs> beverage from our neighbors, Waterloo Dark there from you Brick go. Brewery. Is that a what type of beer is that? Is that uh, it's my beer, and that's all. That matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Um, I tried. Dwayne King says the Vic Twenty had data set. I still remember some of that programming. All right, it's a paintball language. show for some Fine, of the Whatever. Go. Hey, they're a sponsor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right now, uh, we're taking whatever of, we can speaking get. Speaking of that, did you know some of the uh, electronic markers? That are out right now. Like Holy the, shit, Josh! The you better speed this up. <laughs> the Didam and the locks and all that. Did you know they actually have more computing power than the original 386s did? 486s. Really? <laughs> I remember having a 286, upgrading it to three, Holy and then 486, and going, "Man, this is so much better." The only thing worse would be food talk right now. Just to piss off Gavin. <laughs> well, that brings us dinner? to the next segment. What we had for dinner. <laughs> so, lots to get to on the show tonight. Uh, let's go over to my computer for a sec, Matt. We have only two left. Of the behind the bunker um, face masks. If you guys want them, send in some cash money and we can send those out your way. Uh, Planet Eclipse guys, Battle of the Bands, the Phantom Headbands now in stock. If you guys want some, make sure you talk to your local retailer for those. Or Rapper's Delight. Oh, I see what they did there. Uh, the head wraps. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, or I Dream of Beanies. There you go. Awesome new beanies from Planet Eclipse. Even with the pom-poms on Just in time for the winter. 
And by the way, Planet Eclipse, those aren't beanies. Those are toques. Toque. Just, just saying. Um, tease me. Wow, I can't even read the puns anymore. I hope that's the last one. <laughs> Someone at Planet Eclipse has been inside for far too long. Yeah, <laughs> these, are, these are from the COVID. And then um, what else do we have? Improve your, improve your grip. Uh, new colors of grips for your GTEC 170R. I would have accepted get a grip. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> you need to work for Planet Eclipse. He's punny. Uh, Air ups, guys, 20% off. Go Whoa. there now and take advantage of their bunker sets for next year. Order yourself up a, a nice, crisp bunker set. Place your order now before the rush. Also, game boards are also 20% off site-wide. So if you guys would like to get uh, uh, that, do so. Also, make sure that um, you let them know you want to put your logo on it. You know, I don't know if there's an upcharge to that or not, but you guys definitely should uh, should get on that. Uh, Ghost Recon Black Ops, the paintball scenario event is happening September 12th to 13th. Make sure you guys get signed up for that. Gavin, I'm coming to you next. This is Endless Legends, October 2nd and 4th at CPX. Or sorry, CPX events at uh, OXCC. What do you know about this event? Uh, very little, Todd, because your copy that you sent to me was crap, but I will go ahead anyway. <laughs> All nice. right. So at, at CPX events, our commitment to the youth of our sport is second to none. They are proud to present the, for the first time in Legends history to Teenage Game Commanders. I'm going to read that one more time. For the first time in Legends history, two teenage game commanders. So come join them from the most complex games, puzzles, ciphers, physical challenges, and multi-level missions. And I'm going to read out who these commanders are uh, while they're still popping their pimples. Uh, oh, for Jesus. the Illuminati side, which is the blue side, we have Griffin Michael, who's a commander uh, or commander. Rob Rivera, who's Bavarian Stone. Brian Thaxon, Order of Light. And let's go with plan or the side B, which is the Templars, who are red. Arwen Odell, who's commander. Michelle McGonagall is the Militers. Yes. Uh, Christopher <laughs> Abernathy is the Militia Dell cutoff. So we have some teenage young blood who are going to be commanding the field and leading troops to victory or defeat. You either choose red or blue. It's up to you. Make sure you sign up now for the CPX events. Living. Nope. Hi, I'm here Legends. to challenge your, your team for general. Get on it. There you go. So yeah, that's buddy. cool. I just I, I wanted to give some attention to that because it's not every day you see uh, kids as as the generals. Fantastic, so. right? Mm -hmm. So you know you have uh, some really skilled individuals, skilled kids. Um, I hate to use the word kids because they're young adults uh, who are going to be t stepping up and taking command of the field. So it'll be interesting to see how that whole dynamic plays out. Uh, it's hard, kind of hard to see age and stage when somebody's wearing a mask, but it'll be see if they can translate their years of experience on the field uh, to to a leadership role. So interested in seeing how this plays out, you should be there too to be on the field or to spectate. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else do we have coming up? Oh, here's a question for you guys. Okay, so the, the movie Push. We've all seen the movie Push, the paintball movie. Yes, sir. Okay, so just for shits and giggles, I went today to go look up how many... Well, first of all, it was online or not, and it is. If you go to Monkey with a Gun... How many views do you think that that has had? Uh, right now? Yeah. Uh, so as of two, uh, 2020, and it's on YouTube, I'm going to say 2 million. Okay. What do you guys think? Paintball movie, epic paintball movie that's been around for years. Now, granted, it was on DVD. Right, right, right. So right, right. maybe okay, maybe I'm that's why the numbers are where they are. But how many? I'll, how change, many? My, I'll change my vote. Yeah. 
Well, I, I sort of gave it away. So here it is. Here's their YouTube channel. There's Push right there. Three years ago, they put it on YouTube and still only 54,000 people it? saw it. That's it. I'm really disappointed in you, paintball community. But in all honesty, it's really hard now to watch stuff on YouTube. Why? You can just stream it to your, your television. I d I, there's so many ads. There's ads every 10 seconds now. So, it, like, I have spent no time in the past probably four weeks on YouTube at all. Aren't we streaming on YouTube? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not today. We are going to start next week, hopefully. <laughs> oh, but no, so but that if you is watch, why the, if you watch this YouTube. show, <laughs> if you watch this show, it's not chock full of ads, yeah. right? Like it's except for our reads. Gavin, I'm busy sharing oh, this to a couple different. other pages. How, I, there, were, there were some comments in the chat. Can you read how many people or what they had thought was? Uh, 50,000, 750,000 from Mike Holstrom. So Eric Park, sorry, said uh, 50,000. Uh, Neb Nellis said 400. Good for you. Uh, thanks for coming out. And that's about it. Okay. So we, yeah. So we're not far so, off. Then. No. And again, this is an interactive show. So please chat with us in the uh, the chat below. Chat. I, I think we have to be one of the most interactive paintball shows out there. I mean, we have correspondents that come in via email and DMs every week. We have you guys talking in the live chat. I mean, I don't know how else we can bring you guys into the show without doing our silly zoom show again which we got to do at some point at some point at but some point. let's uh, let's get a little breather from that yeah yeah i'm still scarred from the actual first episode <laughs> oh come on that was epic <laughs> um we had a guy on the show this was a long time ago named lane oglevy there it is on the screen he says uh this is uh what this one was on the show years ago uh as a mech Finally found 9.6 uh, volt batteries, and he's rocking the trigger frame. It's clunky and loud and rips for a spider. Enjoy the ridiculousness. So he did manage to get his spider up and running oh, wow. with with a uh, rocking trigger. Nice. Yeah, he sent a video, but I, I, I can't get it loaded up here. But there you go. So rocking trigger, guys. We talk about them often. Here's what it is. You guys can push the trigger at the bottom and then again on the top. And if you get them going fast enough, they'll just kind of bounce off each other and, uh, yeah, and get that thing going. But remember, it's a spider, so it's only going to do, uh, <laughs> it's only going to hit the Six broads. balls a second? Yeah. Well, it'll go fast. It's just, it's going to send out the paint in, in liquid form. So there you go. Uh, that's what the ramrod barrel's for. Yeah. So right, baby. I think that's what it was. Yeah, you're right. So here we go. We have a couple things tonight. We have mail time, which we'll get to shortly. But first, let's go to uh, advice from idiots segment. I posted up on uh, social media this week. Gavin asked you guys over the weekend for some questions. And uh, Josh was the first one to respond. And he has a great question. He says, pod packs versus plate carriers. Pros and cons. Now, mm. I think we're kind of evenly split in the... In, well, no, I guess I'm the only one that wears a pod pack. Matt wears a pod pack. You guys are all... I've, I've moved on from pod pack to... Uh, <laughs> to I have to a more play. discerned taste. Yes, my palate yeah. has been refined. And Joe wears a vest I wear, and, a, well, and, a, well, and a carrier, well, right? Same thing. Same idea, but okay. I, I, I find that... I didn't I, want to call it a plate carry and be wrong, and I'd well, it's easier just to say Well, nobody's vest. actually carrying plates, and if they yeah, are, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but, but I did I did get one yeah. of the Swedish accent from my You know Kia. someone out there <laughs> is, though. Called the, it's called the Combat Arms. It's from Ikea. It's a plate carrier. 
Uh, Josh, you wear. Uh, You've been watching Eurovision, haven't you? Eurovision. <laughs> that sucked. I couldn't anyway. get through that. I'm wearing my Eurovision. All right, underpants. so I <laughs> pros and cons. So with uh, with pod packs, you can potentially carry a lot more paint. Uh, very easy to put pods in and out, and you can use basically any size pod as well. Now for plate carriers and vests. You're limited to the pouches. You're li- you're limited to the size of the tubes or mags, and um, one of the biggest cons is you've got a huge, huge hard surface. Okay, I'm gonna to, stop uh, that video for, and for redo it because all I saw when I looked up and saw Gavin on the monitor was him grabbing what looked like his breast, saying, and making <laughs> eye contact with everybody in the studio. <laughs> I, I, was, I was actually that was a creepy no, moment. I mean, I was looking at you guys. I was looking, licking, licking the mic. <laughs> Doing a little role play, yeah, but uh, yeah. there's you get a lot, certainly a lot more breaks on your chest when you have a, a vest on or a plate carrier yeah. than you would clearly. If you I have to back. admit that I think the chest or plate carrier looks cool, much more cooler than a guy wearing a pod pack on a, on a paintball field. Good for you. But the paintball pod pack is far more versatile. You're maneuverable. You have nothing across your chest, so when you want to switch hands, you're not bumping your your rigs on your on your chest. I don't know, and I and I find that having it behind you, it's it saves you from a kidney shot. Plus, it's behind you. You're not. It's not in front of you. It's not a target. It's not sticking out. So if you're sticking out sideways out of a bunker, you're not going to be seen. So there's pros that way. And Joseph Brito said you can go prone with a pod pack versus a vest. It's easier to lay down on your chest. Yeah, exactly. Or go up against a wall. But on yeah. the same token, if you're wearing a pod pack and you're trying to duck behind a, or against a building and yeah. you got your back up against it. It's it's the opposite. Yeah. And so, Mike Holstrom says no licking him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I, I, you know, I got to pay first. I guess you rescinded your invitation. Yeah, yeah. Now, who can carry more, a guy with a vest or a guy with a pod pack? Depends. Depends on the vest, but I would definitely say pod pack for me, who is like eight pounds, uh, yeah. very slight. I can have maybe two 140 round pods, and that's it. Yeah, if you had a guy who had broad shoulders, like a barrel chest. He could probably put six pods on his if you front. Have a, if you have a fatty, you got a whole case there. Okay, a barrel <laughs> chest is more politically correct there. I like fatty. <laughs> You're like a fanti- fatty semite or whatever they call it. Anti-fatty. Yeah, anti-fatty. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Josh... I know you have a rig. Are you regretting the rig, or, or is that is that how you're going to roll? Um, I Yeah, I still use the plate carrier, and I have three uh, AK-47 mag pouches across the front, which hold two TMC mags each. So I carry a total of eight mags. It works really well. I've got no problems lying down on on my stomach and crawling up a hill or because that never happens rolling down a hill or <laughs> sleeping in the middle of a game or yeah it's I, I like it but i also like the fact that i can have a hydro pack attached to it i can have other pockets i have pockets that fit proper squeegee rockets um rockets i find lying around Timbits, Gavin drops in the staging area, Smarties, you know, anything like that. Plus a radio if Joe needs to yell at me at any point during the day to slow down my rate of fire while I use a pump. Yeah. yeah. Yep, you got to slow it down. Uh, nice to see Marcelo, Paintball Gun Tech Costa. Nice to see you, sir, in the but, live chat. Who volunteers through tribute. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I brought that question up is I think currently right now in this market for paintball, 
manufacturers are missing a huge, huge, huge market. Tell me more. How Titman came out with the TMC and how Planet Eclipse has come out with the EMAC and not come out with mag pouches that fit a mole vest. Huge opportunity for a drop. Like, why hasn't First Strike come out with it? It's soft goods for Pete's sakes. That's a yeah, lot that's of money to invest in soft goods. So, like, there's a lot. There's a low ROI for that. There, they, there's got to be some place that's already making Condor stuff and then calling like, look, make it an inch shorter. Done. Yeah, but he, like, how is nobody doing it? So here's another bad idea. What about the guys that like wearing pod packs? Could they not have a mag-fed pouch that's like a pod pack? Okay, so on yeah. Tuesday, yeah. I saw somebody who repurposed their old pack. Yes, sir. Flipped it upside down to make uh, to fit in their their mags. So if you have it, and you can use it. And go back I, backwards and upside down. Yeah, I was curious if it's going to fall out, but it uh, seemed to be working. Yeah. Who was this champ? Uh, you'll probably see him on tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll pretend I'm there. Yeah. John, John Romero um, says Whiskey 2.4 has stuff. Yeah, they have great stuff with the, their laser cut, uh, very thin. Yeah. The other thing I miss is the Spec Ops broadsword vest, which was, for all intents and purposes, a pod pack yeah. with mesh shoulders that went up over top with a few extra pockets. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Had the carbon button on the inside, so you're running it, doesn't shift, it doesn't shake your pods. There's nothing like that. It was fantastic. I had a cummerbund with my black tuxedo. Your what? Black tuxedo? <laughs> black tuxedo. Uh, Rody's paintballs, and I'm, I'm going to move move quickly because we have quite a few Because you're not tonight. listening anyway. That's cool. No. Uh, Rody's paintballs uh, asked, what company could make an EMEC competitor, uh, and what features would you like to see? That's a tough one. Emec already rocks in that category. I would say back in the day, Tipman sort of tried with the crossover because that was sort of a mechanical yeah. style gun. But I don't know that for the price, if you're going to get any other manufacturer, that's even going to be close right now. Especially right now during the pandemic and everybody kind of slowing their roll on R&D. I don't know that you're going to see anything soon, but... I but who's in the same echelon as Planet Ooh, Eclipse, though? That's a new word for our podcast. Like, look at that. You're Hold on, let me Google that. <laughs> you're looking at Lux and Die. Yeah. And are either one of them going to step up to do that? Well, it's not either of their markets, know. right? Well, yeah. Die's tried coming out with some low-end stuff, but it's just low-end But even that, Gog the EMAC the is not really low. No, but it's designed for sort of like the, the rental designed... market or the guy getting sort of his first first gun kind of thing right like and i hate to say that because it is by far too good to be someone's first gun yeah, like buddy we've all had shitty first guns you're supposed to start low you're supposed to start with a piece of garbage it's like your first car going to college it has yeah. to be a a junker or a clunker or a winter beater or whatever Still the shag in that's, the wagon. What it, that's what it needs to be yes <laughs> yeah it needs to be a yeah. wood paneled minivan but going back to your comment about die they had that stupid maxed or the rail, like I had a rail. was it? No, Bro, rise, rail. That's what it was. Like, they were they were electronic. But from Dai, who yeah. who claims to have high end stuff, it was pretty poor attempt at that. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that for the first time, and I uh, the first thing that went through my head was, what are they trying to do? Recycle <laughs> all their old crap that's in yeah. the factory. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of thought they were trying to take on smart parts, but I. 
Can I move on to the next one, guys? Yeah, please. Okay. Whatever. It's your show. It's your show. Uh, Mr. Joe's Pink. not even watching anymore. Well, the next question is for I, Joe, no, anyways. No, I, ask, I haven't had an answer, <laughs> opportunity to answer any questions. Mr. Pink asked Joe, yes. Kirk or Picard? Who? Kirk? Who are they? Captain Kirk me? or Captain Picard? Oh, I don't know. Captain Kirk. I thought they were the M&M guys. Captain Kirk. What do you think? I'm guy. a Picard fan. Are you? Yeah. I don't watch Star Trek. No. I have to say, Kirk was cooler, but Picard had far better. I, I think. I, I think if I had to go Picard over, it would was be a better Picard. captain. But yeah. Kirk was a ladies' man. He well, was. But actually, did you all, see all some of the ladies? Man, he got? All yes, species. All species. Yeah. But did you see some of the species he got? Hey, we've all been to college. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's a time and a place for everything, and it's called college. <laughs> now, Heavy D wants to know, he says, uh, when kicking a hopper, is it better to go vertical or hor- in a horizontal direction? I will not answer that question because I have not uh, translated or interpreted my clinic virtually yet. Uh, but if you stay tuned, my friend, you'll see if there's going to be a hopper cl- kick- kicking clinic uh, coming to an area near you, and that will answer the question. So just stay tuned for that. Uh-oh. We have an argument going on in the live chat. George, hey, says Picard. Charles Holton uh, says Kirk. Uh, RJ Yonick says Kirk, and uh, Eric Park says Picard. But then he's, Charles says Picard has never been to EMR. So I guess William Shatner was a paintball player. Uh, if, if you want yeah. to call him that, yes, he held a specialized marker that was custom made for him. But did he actually play, or did he just lumber around wheezing? I think and... he did. I think he did play. <laughs> which um, one did he play? <laughs> Splat Wars. Like no, yeah. like a... no. Which which character did Shatner play? I think he played himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't William Captain Shatner Kirk. in the show. <laughs> I know. Captain Kirk. Kirk. Oh, he was sorry. Kirk. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. I forgot you didn't know. Uh, Devin Schwartz is going to get a beaten. He says Star Wars over Star Trek. I've Hell never been yeah. A, okay, but I've never been a Star Tr- Star Wars fan. I, I, I'm i going to put Star Trek over it, but I don't have anything to base that on. Remember when we had the Star the Star Wars versus Star Trek? Yeah, that was Star the Wars action. Uh, that was Sexton's. Uh, Ryan Sexton yeah. did it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike Thompson said that uh, William Shatner cheated a whole lot from what he heard. Yeah. Okay. Let's fight him. <laughs> let's do that. Uh, let's see if I have let's any more here left. Next, next um, time, I, if I ever see him at like a convention or something, I just walk over there. Like, you used to play paintball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you cheat? No, <laughs> just, just dick punch him. <laughs> uh, moving on, paintball well, Nick. It's like the Bobby Dukes. He got banned for 10 years because he got caught wiping. Thoughts on the ultimate shootout, the Pro Tour 1v1 format. I, I want to put that out to the audience. Okay. Are you guys watching Good, it? I have to be honest is. with you. I know Josh hasn't seen it. Joe, maybe have seen it, but I I've seen on Facebook. I've seen a total of maybe three or four minutes. I don't understand it. And not that I don't find it entertaining. I just, I haven't, I ha- it hasn't caught my attention. Um, and this coming from a guy who's right now binge watching that stupid eco challenge race on it's fantastic by the way it, it is don't tell me who wins okay my is daughter and I, my daughter and i have gotten into it and uh, she won't admit that she likes it but yet as soon as i turn it on she comes running downstairs to sit with me and watching it is that the one with piss drinker yes so originally yeah it was originally is. the eco challenge Bear I think it's still, yeah i think it's still the e- i think Understood. it's still eco challenge but it's rebranded as world toughest race on Amazon. Uh, as the eco challenge, yes. yeah. But so, so Bear Grylls, all he does is he sits there and com- and makes commentary. And as everyone else is struggling and doing things, he's riding around above in a helicopter. And he's doing nothing. And you can tell that by the uh, halfway through the races where we are right now, the racers have no patience for him. 
<laughs> his, his outfit's he's clean, right? And he's well shaven, and he's and he's he's showered, and he's riding around in a helicopter. Oh, in one scene he does jump out of a helicopter into the water, but I think that was a stage photo, anyways. But uh, does he pronounce everything aluminium and measure everything in oh, kilometers? Oh yeah, he tries to. Because I can so, see how they're going to piss off. Let's Holly circle Mary, back but. to the question with the one-on-one shootout. What, what do you guys think? So it hasn't caught my attention, so I don't know. The coverage from Go Sports looked great. The commentary was great, but I, it just didn't catch me. Uh, and and I want to know for you guys if you're watching it out there as well. I, so I think for – go ahead, Josh, please. I, I think the one-on-one shootout is much like a shootout in hockey. It's not necessarily a show of skill in a team sport. It's individual skill, yeah, okay, it takes a lot. But often you watch a one, one-on-one, and it's when someone makes an error that someone else wins. It's not someone outplays someone else. So to me, it's like, okay, how long can you play on a field before someone goofs up? Yeah. And that's it. And it's it's in a team-based game atmosphere, to me, it never makes sense. The same thing. How do you decide after 60 minutes of hockey and a team sport, five on five, one goalie, one goalie, that yeah. it should go down to a shootout? It's ridiculous. Yeah. I like, I love one-on-ones when you've watched a match and it becomes a tie, and that's a tiebreaker, yeah, and you have but, one one-on-one, but and that's, it's a sudden elimination. that's the good part, because that's the the skill of the teams yeah. got down to one-on-one. That's different yeah. than just having a plain and I do like one-on-one. To play devil's advocate on myself, I do like the one-on-one for the fact that it's just like Gavin and I. It's not our teams. Now we're going to truly find out who is the better paintball player. So I get for that. Like That's a fascination. Like I saw a post are, the other day. Are you day finding that, out who's better or who's going to make a mistake first? Well, they play like more Gavin than just one on one, though. Trip, so it's right? a couple. It's, it's a couple of points that they play. Yeah, there's or a whole match, and there's more to it. But I saw Chad Boucher was going to take on Nick Sloyak, and I always thought that would have been a good rudge match. And to this day, I don't know who won, but it was on their social media. I should go back and see if I can find it. But uh, um, we're also being asked in the chat about scatter. I'd like to address that as well. I have a video that I'm going to show you guys later on. I, I don't have it loaded right now. If you guys want to do a research, go on Free Flow's uh, Facebook page. They released a new format of paintball that they're releasing. It looks really interesting. Uh, Matt, what did we call it? Oh, um, oh, what's the name of that movie with Katniss Everdeen? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Games. That's yeah. what it is. So it's basically the start of a Hunger Games where all your paintball stuff goes in a backpack dis- disabled or disassembled. And then you're all in a massive circle. You run, you get your backpack, and then you run out for safety to in order to find yourself a place to assemble your gun. And the game starts. And as the time goes down, you have to move into a smaller and smaller area. Like Fortnite. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. I'm curious to see what you guys think. And maybe what we'll do is we'll, we'll play a teaser this week. I was not aware that uh, up until about five minutes before the show that they had released that to the public. So I didn't have it loaded for tonight. But uh, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Sure, um, buddy. Should we move on to our next segment? We have quite a few mail mail time questions, Gavin. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, so why don't we do that? And I have the one picture that you have, I already have preloaded. Okay, would you like me to start with that then? I'm going to start with this one, and then you can go to yours. Sure. This one comes from Rick Chard, and and I want your you you guys. Hey, we know that guy. Use guys' opinions. He wants to know, do you guys think that COVID will be over by February 2021 so the industry will participate in the event? Like, is it worth hosting the event or signing contracts to start arranging that? And I've given this a lot of thought, so I have a couple of thoughts, but let's get your initial initial things. Joe, I know you just put your hands up in the air. Uh, I know, I just put my hand over my head. And then he waved it around like he um, just didn't. I don't, I don't know if we're going to be, by February, if we're going to be able to travel and if, if, if things... 
south of the border are going to be um, ready ready for an event, I think. I, I think knowing that question is having a crystal ball. I mean, let's be honest. Don't we don't know, know what's going to happen. My, my initial thought back to him was school's back. And over the next month, we're going to know if things move forward or backwards, right? Like having the kids back in school is another sort of reassurance that things are moving in a, in a positive area. My personal thoughts are um, manufacturers right now have laid off hundreds of people. And if you still look at people that. off right now, yeah. And, and, and a lot of guys aren't together in rooms in, 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 um, in their offices where they're designing and collaborating on, um, on new products. And part of the whole shtick and mystique of uh, PayPal Extravaganza is to release products. Um, I know that's not the only thing. It's also to sort of get your, your orders in for the season. But that's going to be that's going to be a huge part that's missing because nobody's developing products right now by any great numbers. And if they are, I mean, it's it's kind of you know, it's you know, not like it used to be. So I, I I love PayPal Extravaganza, and I would be really upset if I missed it this year if it didn't happen. But on the same token, I'm the longer we're in this pandemic, the more I've become re- realizing to what's happening. And I, I I agree with Joe. I don't. I think it's too soon. I don't. I think February is still too soon. Um, Absolutely. Unless some miracle happens and it wipes it out off the face of the earth. Um, But people still won't have planned uh, to attend in February. So I think both manufacturers and at least I know, I suspect the Canadians will be out because unless you can take three weeks off, I mean, you're you're week there and then two more weeks of of quarantine when you come home. I think it's going to be a really, really challenging event, uh, both if you are in the States or if you're coming from internationally to And forget, uh, to forget Canadians. Look at the people in the States. Some of the States are now opening where they're allowing travel. Yeah. But that's going to be a slow road. So I, I don't know. I mean, but that's... I'm thinking a, some of the people that we connected with last year, Vermont, like Mexico, who potentially could go. Yeah. Uh, there's Brazil. Australia. Uh, yeah. There was a number of people from around the world who the will Brazilians likely... The great. It was a nice shape. <laughs> yeah. Who likely would not be attending. sharing not, a room be, with Gavin? Now I have a different appreciation for Brazilians. You know, yeah, you know, I, I try my best. <laughs> I, you know what? As much as Todd talked about the new products, and it, it was it was exciting to see everyone's new products. What what I found that the last extravaganza that I hadn't seen previously, there was a lot of collaboration between fields and a lot, a lot more that spirit you know communication Canadian field owners sharing summit. sharing of information sharing of ideas it felt like there was a lot of hope uh, I, I felt the same. You like, know what? To, to, people you know, were to, gearing up for the season. If there was going to be a banner hope about was, hope was bigger, but not a lot of it. Just kidding. If it <laughs> was going to be a banner for last last year's extravaganza, I would say yes. There was hope. There was an upswing in the industry. Things were looking fantastic. There was much more collaboration uh, and great face to face with both the distributors and manufacturers. Uh, it was going to be an exciting 2020 until. Somebody decided to kiss a bat. February. And, uh, yeah, uh, the world took a poop. Yeah. So will we recover again, uh, ready for early uh, February 2021? I don't think so. I think if things are going to be optimistic and we're going to be looking at something for recovery, it will likely be in the spring or... Unless you have it or, in Oregon. Or, su- or, or summer, but I don't think a industry getting back together uh, again in a trade show format like that... Is going to be feasible for 2020, uh, or sorry, early 2021, because I think people will be rebuilding and reallocating their funds and resources to bringing their people back to work. So I don't think it's going to be a I don't think it's going to be a successful event if it went ahead. No. Um, can someone t- tag Rick Charge? Somehow I 
buggered up my Facebook just so he knows we were talking about him. And I apologize. I mean, I, I, I like Rick. I like uh, PBE events. It's, Love the uh, Rick. Yeah, like it's uh, it, it was a, like for, I had such a great time, and I was looking forward to continuing to attend this year as well. But I think it's completely out for me um, because I don't think our borders going to be open to allow Canadian travelers I don't to, know if it will be either. you know, come back without quarantining for two weeks, which is a huge uh, disadvantage for any international travelers who have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I. Paintball Extravaganza is always one of those events where... But if the industry is in tattered right now, maybe now isn't the time, unfortunately. Maybe we look at doing something a little bit later on, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe post your comments, guys, in the live chat and see what you guys think. Nice to see Chase Traffic Morris uh, in the live comments as well. One thing else that's really nice, guys. Did you know that Planet Eclipse... They have more championships, new mechanical markers, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division. Get Planet Eclipse and take on the world. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expecting parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Hey, 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 if you're looking for thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, make AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in America by Brent Davis and his team. And I want to let you know, folks, for a limited time only, 20% off all inventory, which also includes their tabletop 3D rendered game that you can actually play if we have another lockdown with your significant other. Hmm. Dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, colored sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 right now for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt. Available worldwide. Worldwide. It's okay, it's killing the corona. From the beginning, you stumbled down a rocky cliff. You waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Then you realize, whoops, you are sliding into a snake or running and gunning. GI Sports has the gear for you now with the new Stormer. DLX Technologies is a true innovator in the industry with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you guys to the podium, and that's where you want to be. Since 1969, Altem has put more boots on the ground than any other DOD supplier. Make the military's choice yours. Get your feet into Altema original SWAT today. Hashtag sturdy footwear. Putting the power yeah. back in paintball. Never miss a shot with Ninja. Ninja supplies regs, remotes, and recharge systems to the top teams and players in the sport. Don't be left behind. Get Meltar. Ladies and gentlemen, it is mail time, the time where you, I get to rip open my mail sack and read time. some of the correspondence that you've sent in. But <laughs> I'm going to stop the show briefly and wish uh -oh. our good friend, Devin Schwartz, a very happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. And it's nice to see you in the happy chat. Uh, what a wonderful way to celebrate your birthday by hanging out with a bunch of jackasses. And speaking of with, uh, hanging out with a bunch of jackasses, Rick Chard it's is actually on and he is watching. And he says, I appreciate your thoughts, guys. Uh, we did skip 2011, so it won't be the first time they skip a year. Oh, don't thank all of us, Rick. No one asked me. But, you know, Rick, <laughs> Rick, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to cancel the event completely. You may have to pivot yeah. a little bit and do something that be virtual. Yeah. Uh, you still want to bring the industry together and find some way to continue to build that community. 
but uh, in person may be really, really challenging for you. So yeah, what's have, the best look? Figure out a way to have virtual awkward hugs with Gavin. <laughs> you know how I love him. <laughs> and last last week, by the way, when you weren't in, Josh, we as a group collectively decided that we're no longer asking for your opinion. If you have one, you're going to give it to us. That way we don't feel bad or feel guilty. And then you pout and you leap for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to build a shed, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Gavin. All right. It is mail time. So the first piece of correspondence comes to us from Mike Thompson. And there's an image there, my friends. And he says, if the wolf's face goes, and the fox says, (laughs) and if I shouldn't be able to fear the reaper, is this new to me Splatmaster valve salvageable or is it destined to be a wall hanger? Any tips to get this aged beast back into action? I'm going to throw to Joe for that. That looks. I, uh, I think you could get some WD-40 on that to start, then probably some silicone, little, and then some Gatorade. You know what? I'll try some automatic transmission fluid. Yeah, I would try help, a little. That'll s- help clean it up. Low grit sandpaper. I get that. Her- that I get that. Hermer and some Coke first. Yeah, yeah. But lube, that, lube is uh, definitely your best. That's a good point. Lube is definitely your best friend for that one. Get this that. Is not uh, automatic though. Get that build up off there. Uh, Coke, like literally Coca-Cola or Pepsi, yeah. whatever. Uh, Coke whatever is so I would have said that all up. And then, uh, like Joe said, some auto tranny fluid in there. And away you go. Yeah. Joe's tranny fluid. The, he, sells it by, <laughs> he sells it by the 40-gallon drum, by the <laughs> yeah. way. And he smokes a cigarette afterwards. When I saw this picture, initially I wanted to say no. But I went down a rabbit hole of YouTube once where there's a guy that had like a 1970s Hot Wheels car that was all corroded and he meticulously spent well the video was 10 minutes but I don't know how long it took to restore it he took it all the way down and took it all the way back up and it was running well and he went on to fix other things like this thing that sliced bread perfectly it was all rusted up a knife no it was like this contraption where the bread fit That's in not okay, a knife. Yes. thank you smart ass but anyways my point is this is not oh. unfixable I think if you took it yeah. right down to bare bones Sand to get all get rid of the corrosion. If you want to bring this back to life, I bet you you can. Really, on that gun, Joe, what's going to be a couple O rings? A couple O rings, maybe a, a seat or two. Yeah, so you like, should be able to find some. You might even be able to make your own. Those seats, Cu- the couple O rings, and make her smell like hops. Number nine, son. The yeah. O, the um, the older paintball markers, they're they're O rings. You should be able to get them at like at, a, at an O ring store. Just this go is, to your local O ring store. They exist. It's fine. O rings are us. Proprietary O rings were made for paintball. Markers. Wasn't there like a website called O ring Monkey or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Is it maybe is it still in existence? I don't know. Mike was that what, that's what vinegar. it was, right? O ring monkey? Something to that effect. Uh, yeah, something like Yeah. O ring monkey, yeah. yeah. And then so uh, Tommy Gun says soda bath for that puppy just like Josh said. Yeah. Oh, uh, eBay.com. Uh O ring Mike yeah, Holstrom also said Joe's Jenner fluid. No, never mind. And Devin Schwartz agrees with you as well with the Coca Cola I do as well. O ring monkey has <laughs> been moved to banana tree. Sat, All right. right? I so just I saw. S- <laughs> no, I just saw something on M. Carter Brown. It's it's not showing up anymore. Yeah, it's because I think they're down. I don't think it works. Okay. Yeah. So, o- uh, so back to back to his question. Let's circle back around to this. Um, yeah, I think everybody. Uh, their answers are that I it's probably so. salvageable. You probably can get it working again. You're not dealing with a piece of electronics. Like you're dealing with all mechanical parts there. Like. And nothing looks bent or twisted. No, no, or it looks snapped. It in looks adequate condition, with the, exi- with the exception of the corrosion. Yeah, yeah it I just would, looks dirty. Uh, I would be concerned dirty. with the low quality paper towel they use there. That is not Bounty. Uh, it looks like a no-name brand, but I mean, 
Otherwise, I think you should be able to be. You Step be, your you Costco game up, son. <laughs> oh, no, no. What, what the hell are we doing? No, that's garbage. Uh, it's a wall hanger. I will buy it off of you <laughs> for yeah. $5. Better send it to us what for proper disposal. <laughs> yeah, Mike, I think you got a little, uh, little bit of work uh, ahead of you, but uh, it'll be well worth the effort, I think. Charles okay. says save your time and get a sniper, but that you got to save those. Those things there should never hit the, the trash pile. I have found a new one called CaptainOring.com. Yar, uh, <laughs> They appear to have um, Captain O-ring. Uh, plenty of O-rings. Really? No, captain O-ring.com? Yes, sir. Somebody check his qualifications. How does he I, become a captain? I bet he's just a sergeant. They even <laughs> spelled captain right. <sighs> I, I prefer a cap-in. Captain. <laughs> oh, yep. yep. All right. Let's Whatever. go to the next question uh, because some people sent in uh, correspondence from Guillermo Nieves. Says, um Tipman Detents. Detents. Um, sponge or lupra? What are the benefits? <laughs> the regular soap or liquid soap? Moisturizer is better for dry skin. Well, you definitely want a loofah. Flake off that dead skin. Indeed, indeed. exfoliate. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what you're doing in the shower, I would definitely a loofah is better. Uh, some of the sense of area you want to stay above the equator. Yes, yeah, stay above the equator <laughs> with a loofah. Is that what you were going to say, Matt? In that general direction, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, s- I swear I just skipped like two minutes in time. What the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. We're going to skip. We went to talking about Captain Crunch, and all of a sudden it was loofahs and body wash. And the equator. equator. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Chico Strata wants to know, why dye hoppers break so easy and fuel loaders work fine? Still to this day, his is rocking it. Yeah, but. Because fuel loaders are actually made by Terratech and dyes made by whomever. Yeah. Yeah, the Revolution loaders, the Revy loaders, they were indestructible if you could find a good one. With the right plastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Find a loader that, that's well-constructed. They're, they're making them a little more resilient these days, but the rotor was a little chippy, a little uh, little breaky. I like my rotor, but then again, I don't use it as much as some people. Yeah, but you still have the bubble wrap around it. Yeah, well, it works. <laughs> I was going to say, this coming from the guy who's always got a Revy on his marker when he comes out. Yeah, yeah. So was that an answer to the question? Uh, Why does it break easy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, wrong plastic? Yeah. Yeah. You maybe might just have a bad like batch, too. Composition of... But I'm with Chica. I've always had things. great success with view loaders, so... Yeah. I think I've yeah. only bought one view loader my entire life because it hasn't broken. Yeah. I had a rotor once that I then sold. I, Yeah. Do you know what I miss for absolutely no apparent reason whatsoever that was made by die? Die lock lids. Still. Yeah, they were good, but they were big. They didn't fit in your pod pack. Like they, they well, you you had to muscle them in and muscle them out. That's why I like them. <laughs> Get oh, a I workout didn't. in. Yeah. All right, next question comes to us, longtime friend of the show, Tommy Guns. Tommy nice. Guns. And uh, I think we were sort of touching on it earlier. What electronic speedball marker would easily be converted to MagFed, if any at all? Well, certainly the EMF would. <laughs> Um, speedball yes. marker to magfed. Got to think. Dye's got the dam, which was like a rail. Yeah. yeah, and that's the biggest mistake they ever made. They should have put a real engine in that or converted the. Yeah. It's working for them. Two grand, I know, but two it, grand for a piece of shit marker. I know. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Speak, <laughs> yeah, speak your speak your real opinion. Um, you sponsor the show. Yeah. No, nah, but even if they did, like you gotta, you, we say what it is, right? Um, 
I don't know. What other guns? Like the E-Mech, I can see you converting into, because Planet Eclipse has already done that, but maybe that's just too short of a... Oh. Could you not have done a, t- could you have done a TM-15? Wait a second. Uh-oh. Empire Defender yep. as a bullpup design, because it's a ramped. 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 That could easily be yeah, mega. I said that the first second it came out, I said, "Jackass, stop lying!" Get off my, joke. get off my tails. Why isn't it bullpup? It doesn't make any sense. It could have had an eighteen-inch barrel on it for Pete's sakes. It could have. I said that when it first came out, I was like, "Why on earth is it so short?" Okay, so going back to the Defender, we keep talking about the Defender being a current gun. The last time we did a video on it was over six years ago when we took it and <laughs> six and we years? six years ago i'm looking at seb's right. video and the last time we shot a, a shot a, a defender a as views. a as a new sort of review was six years ago wow really no yeah. how, how many be? views did that have that was that forty-five thousand? Uh, but that was seb's not ours i got a few I feel an sick. empire I lay down for a bit so so then official empire video was released six years ago as well because we had it like that week that it was why is there not a 2020 version damn it you can still I, buy the Defender in. I'm telling you right now. They're still, yeah, they're still in the catalog. I just we keep thinking Defender's a newish gun, it's but not. Oh, they're sold out. The Defender in black, and you can get a Terrapat Defender. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and Phoenix I, says, uh, "Oh, sorry, go ahead." Yeah, she said uh, that Defender's got really popular again last year in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, they're solid guns. They're, if you shoot one, you you they're fantastic support gun. Charles Holton says, "Is the KP2 considered a mag fed?" Yeah, if it's if it's still uh, too fed, which KP two? Well, uh, not magazine fed, but it's it's stock class. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, it was CO cartridge powder, right? Yeah. Twelve gram. Yeah. Oh, nice uh, to see Wolf is on the live chat. How are you, Wolf? The one I thought that you could probably convert to a magfun marker pretty easy was the axe, because the front grip. It has nothing to do with the marker, really, except for the fact that that's where the board and battery are stored. Yeah, which could be moved. Which could be moved, could be milled down. Air goes through the grip. In fact, I wish that was the engine that was in the Defender. Much like the Didam. The Defender is Why wasn't it not? No, it's a Mini. No, No, it's it's a Mini. It's not an axe. Yeah, it's a Mini. The board's not the same. Yeah. I'm 99% sure, Joe. That's why I'm on Josh's there. Why don't they come out with the Defender 2.0? Ooh, and come out in new color. Put the axe engine in it. See, I think I'd if, buy one. If Die did the same For thing, no if Die came all. out with a new, um, new version of their gun that had an upgraded M3 or whatever or they're calling the DSR. DSR, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. How many more people would buy it? It would be a better shot. It'd be better efficiency. Same mags, same body, same everything. It really wouldn't be that hard. They would just have to remill out the bolt where the bolt goes and the feed stack. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's more to it. Maybe I'm maybe but I'm just ignorant. Much like Gavin said earlier, with the electronics that we have, the loader system that we have, the mags that we have, and the technology that's there, why isn't any of this bulb up? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nice but to think see about uh, it. Like Paul you could Poston. have like long, like maximum 16, 18 inch barrels. Yeah. With super accurate, accurate firing, and have it tucked in close. Yeah, I wish yeah. I was tucked in close. After All the right. show. Next um, question. Oh, sorry, George Hay says put the Defender with the sixth in it. 
the new Empire oh, Six. Right, right, yeah, that, yeah. That, oh, look at you, George. Hey, coming out of the woodworks with a with a good answer. Look at you coming at us with the good ideas. <laughs> All right, we have a couple more questions I want to bang through before we wrap up the segment. Do you want to do we want to do one more, and then we'll get into some prices, possibly? Sure, it's your show, Todd. Well, um, is this a yeah? New we segment? have fifteen minutes, so why don't we prices possibly? It's a new segment. Am I going ahead or am I wrapping let's it do, up? Let's do one more good one. One more, one I more feel like good. Gavin's already won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you watch the show, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So don't Kyle, accuse me of that. Kyle Svensson wants to know what is your favorite scenario rec ball game? Yeah, I like attack and defend. I know that's terrible, but I love. I I I, I like both sides of it. I love the attack version of it because then you can sort of. You know, you, you can kind of figure out how you're going to get in and then get frustrated and then play the defense side and see where you did wrong and try to hold your own. I know it's old school, but that's that's what I come out for. So I quite enjoy the capture the flag. So it doesn't ha necessarily have to be completely everybody wiped out. You can potentially win the game with the full team still uh, in existence. If you get one sneaky little bastard who can go around, grab the flag and bring it back. I also love it when teams simultaneously capture the other opponent's flag and try to run it back. Yes. And the game continues until you have possession of both. So yeah. I quite enjoy capture the flag or some variation depending on if you want to change around the props. But old school 1980s style capture the flag is still uh, near and dear to my heart. Yeah, end-to-end yeah, -end straight elimination was the first game I ever played, and it didn't end well. Josh, what about you? I, I My favorite one is like a center flag push. Um, but the one that really gets my adrenaline going for I don't know what reason is doing attack and defend while being the defender. I hate it, but at the same time, like it's, I find it really intense. I don't know why. Hmm. I've played it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, but for some reason, if I'm stuck in a building and I know it's the only place I can go, there's just something about it. Yeah. Like I wish most paintball days start off with attack and defend. But everybody starts it off with straight end-to-end -end elimination, or as they call it now, team deathmatch. It just there's something yeah. about it that gets me going and wants me to play more, especially if I defend first and then attack second. I, thought, I find I'm ultra aggressive when I do attack second. I thought kissing your elbows got you going. Um, nibbling, I've yes. been able nibbling, to do yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the average the average rental group will start with an end-to-end -end because it's easier and it gets them acclimated to what's going to on. Right? For yeah, sure. And I get that. Yeah. Some of the games I don't like is when you have to take part A, go go get part A and then take it over to part B and then yeah, then I, go over to part C and do you know what I mean? Like it gets a little complicated, but that's when you're playing a big game, not a not a no, reg regular rental not game. A regular but. game. What about Joe? You 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 do this all the time. What is your I favorite? I don't know. I don't mind a good old attack and defend or even the capture flag or something with an objective. Even if you have a couple satchels and you have to blow up a, a plane or a satellite dish or a couple things like that. I, Joe you know, loves to save Private Ryan. I let, right, like rescuing Private Ryan too. We haven't done them yet because we haven't you been able to use stuff. any props yet. So we haven't been able to have a proper saving Private Ryan from the French farm type of thing yet with the new. So Joe's saying there hasn't been a lot of touching lately. No, there hasn't. Oh, Ryan. We should change that name. To the French villa. Ah. I don't know why. Um, I have a villa in Toscana that I rented, but you, you can't There's get There's no availability. One. That's right. Roger Weaver says, old oh. versus young, split down the middle by age. Um, Wolf brings up uh, 
my all-time favorite field and all-time favorite prop, and that was the old drug lab at the Flaggers old field. Yeah. So attack and defend the old drug lab. That I remember starting off the day in that short little mini fence up beside the large yeah. fence, cr- belly crawling all the way around. Yeah. It's, oh, that got your day going. So the two-story drug. Sorry, sorry it was uh, a two-story building though, guys. That yep. was how many square feet, 2, Joe? Five hundred square feet with three well, staircases. So I had two on the outside and, and one in the hearse middle. Out front. Okay, nice. so that's where I was going. I would sneak oh. my way into the hearse, but then I would get the heebie-jeebies of being in the back of the hearse. <laughs> so I'm, like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> there was that half a summer. There was a bee's nest in there too. That was terrible. Oh. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a bee's nest. It was the ghosts that were biting people, me. People, <laughs> people would start off the day or like, where are you going? I'm going straight to the hearse. No, you're not. That's bad juju. <laughs> people would get there and literally just keep going. It was yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. But it was like oh. a 2,500 square foot, two floor, 10 room house. Oh, yeah, was was but the problem amazing. with that, too, is if you were if you were downstairs because it was dark, the way that it was built was two by fours laying on their sides with an inch between. So you could look up and see where the defenders were hiding. But, but knowing just, where they were, every you, board you was just small enough that you couldn't get a paintball through. Well, any and you of weren't them. supposed no, to shoot, to. yeah, because oh, yeah. that would have been undercrot shot. Are you are been... you telling me that never happened on Tuesday nights? Wow, well, yeah. airsoft would have been. I would, I still well, re- I, I still remember laying down on the floor by the stairs, looking down the corner of the stairs, and Sean Maximer going up below me and just wasting half a hopper and paint. I stood up and I was soaked. <laughs> I also remember the rule for airsoft. Not that this is an airsoft show. Uh, it's semi-automatic when you get into the compound or into the building, but so many people firing and it ricochets out the back. It's just like you're being, oh, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh, that's semi-automatic. <laughs> the lockers downstairs in the basement. That's you why I the, played with a ricochet loader. Did it. it was so loud. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, why don't we move on? Matt, do you have a bumper for Prices Right? Let me try and find it this time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want your help at home. I know Gavin's pro, but everyone needs some help in the studio. So if you guys think Not you know me. how much this uh, these items have sold for on eBay, these are all U.S. dollars. Post up in the live chat, and we'll help. Uh, we'll help these guys out. First up for bid is a Conquer AK-47 CQB with a uh, basically looks like an AK-47. This screams uh, cheap, cheap. What do you guys think? Gavin, you won last event uh, or last game. What mon- are you thinking? That monstrosity, I'm going to say $100 even. 100 bucks even. Yeah. Someone's going to pay 100 bucks for that. that. I'll be honest. It, like From an outsider standpoint, that looks cool. It's an AK-47. But from someone who's been in the industry, I just I know and that I, all you're going to hear when you air that up is... And that's why I said $100 because it yeah. looks cool. So somebody who's never played before will probably buy it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Joe, what are you thinking? 140 that would be good for a Red Dawn game or something too, right? Yeah, might even if you can get on the field. Yeah, yeah. Russ Carroll says sixty bucks. Mike Holstrom sixty nine. Uh, who was that? Sorry, uh, Andrew Captain. I wonder if he's a real captain. Yeah, uh, says one twenty nine. And uh, Roger Weber says, "Ooh, no sale! Come on, Roger, that's <laughs> good not for this. you. Play in the spirit good of the game." You. Roger underestimates the power of dumb people with credit cards. <laughs> uh, Josh, what are you thinking? We have uh, Neb with one fifty-seven and George Hey with one nineteen. I'm going higher than these two with one seventy-five. One seventy-five. Uh, Matt, you want in? You, you. These are oh, not yours, so right. you can play. Uh, for that monstrosity, I'm going to say someone paid two hundred and fifty dollars. 
I think Joe was pretty close, if I remember his bid. This sold for $179. Zuby with $4 short. Uh, <laughs> Joe had his hands half up. I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> you lifted the sheet up when you were talking to Matt, and I saw the price, and I was like, hey, look, I won. But I did like the flex. I pushed him over the edge. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. My muscular flex. That's okay. <sighs> All right. Um... So, so next long, up long for week bit. of lifting vinyl siding. I'll let you guys have a gander at this. Oh, look at that. Oh, nice. wow. So this is the WGP Autobacker so 05 Superstock. Yeah, super Those are stock. nice. Not so bad. Um, Wouldn't kick it out of my gear bag. Really? Yeah. I, okay. This is when... What do you mean they they have, okay, not. okay, I'm That's not fit. looking at the yeah. price. So th keep in mind, though, this is when War Games have sold. Yeah, yeah. And it they was K2, had, I think it's like at the time. That's right. Yeah. So this is not traditional War Games product. To me, this is still sacrilege. Like, I loved the Carnivore, okay. but this is like... But it was like the last model that was still good. It's not oh, Trilogy. Yeah, I guess. And, and, was yeah. it uh, Bud Orr was still involved? He was, but remember how he whipped it together for them? When no, we that, was a him? that was a Trilogy that, that he Okay, that's together. true. Yeah. But look at the shortness of the barrel. Yeah. So. It did have a uh, removable feed neck. It's right. got a 15 degree ASA on it. Yeah, I guess you're right. No on-off ASA. You're you're not. I'm not okay. I, you know what? Forget. It. I'm not going to try to sell you because I don't know what it sold for. Okay. Uh, Russ Carroll says 600 bucks. Roger Weaver went on the other side said 150 bucks. Charles Holton says 735. What? And uh, 735. And Ooh, Phoenix said 310. Josh, you won that. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to say 315. Mercedes Nicole Britt says $320. Nice to see you on the show, Mercedes. Um, what are you thinking, Matt? You're next, up for bid. Oh, for this? I would say someone got it at a steal for $125. Okay. This is eBay, so no one has a right or wrong answer. No, 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 true. Yeah. Bill Scribner says $275. What does Gavin say? Honestly, I'm going to go ludicrous with this one with $400. 400 bucks. We need a ludicrous sound bite. I keep thinking that, but I never... Ludicrous speed. <laughs> Joe, what are you thinking? Luda, Luda. 285. Right, JPE says 450 bucks. All bids are in. Uh, this sold for 590 bucks. Wow. Matt, who was that? Uh, Garvin. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sorry, yeah. but I think that this gun is not worth that. I, no, that's not five. It's worth more dollars. than a trilogy and stuff, but it's not worth yes. that much. I gotta put my unless that astroturf come with it. Like on eBay. Ew. If you price <laughs> that, if you price <laughs> that you for anything tinder? less yeah. than twelve hundred, you're wrong. Yeah. I know. Okay. Um. All right. Sorry. Let me find the image for this. You might one. want to wipe my fingerprints and drool marks off it first. So this is called. Okay, I'll read the ad because you guys will be upset if I don't. New, no, don't tell her what it's actually called. Tell us what it actually is. New Rare Avenger Technologies Shadow Paintball Marker Gun Collectors. Huh? I'm just telling you what the ad says because if I didn't say rare and it turns out that to be a thousand bucks, you guys pay would get more for the tech mat. So I'm going to zoom in a little bit. So it's Avenger Technologies. Clearly, it's a spider clone. It, it, it is not, not a toy. toy. <laughs> I'm glad they posted that there. Um, honeycomb grip. But look at that. Like, look at the, the spring and the Allen key haven't even been taken out of the package. I yet. can't take my eyes off that tech mat. I love that crisp, braided steel. But line. look at the O rings are brand new. So, and I, I'm, just, in, I'm just saying. Until you put them in, they crumble like a crouton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crumble so like a who That's won that one, Matt? Garvin. Garvin did. I'm going. 
Honestly, fifty dollars for that. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna make it a thing. Now, before you bid, do you got that, Matt? Oh, I did. You All want right. fifty bucks? Okay. Because Phoenix it. is saying that that mountain bike grip handle, though. Do <laughs> 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 yeah. you remember the, exactly what it is? What did it's you call huffy. those grips that used to be on the BMX bikes? You used to get. They were weird. Like waffle. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Joe, what are you bidding on? Uh, the shadow. Eighty-five dollars. Five dollars out from the shadow himself, Josh. What are you thinking here? Eric Park says two seventy-five, and I have twenty-seven dollars. Who said twenty-seven dollars? Mike Thompson and Russ Carroll uh, is twenty bucks. He needs to there. And then all these guys, sixty, sixty-five, sixty-nine. What are you thinking? I'll give you a flat fifty. Okay. You can't. Well, Zuby gave you, or sorry, Gavin gave fifty. That's right. George Durek is saying 90 bucks and Phoenix is saying 99. 35. Oh, so he went lower. Good for you. All right, how Paul Poston. I, I paid 35 bucks for the tech mat. It's well, sitting how much was Yeah, it? that's true. Paul Poston says No comment, Bob. Everybody well, all the bids are in on that. It's rare. Uh, <laughs> one moment. I am going to bid a dollar. Okay. Oh, Lisa Lisa's right. Cobra grip. That's it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I I yeah. Uh $200 this sold for. Shut the front ah. door. It was rare. All right, are we with tie Never matter? Never underestimate that uh, rare sound. Yes, we have a three-way tie right now. Ew. Okay. Um, I'm pausing the show because I want to see what a Cobra Grip is, if it's actually right or not. Oh, and it's all this. Oakley, I just Googled Oakley Grips, but they don't have a name. Oakley Gear? Oakley makes grips. Oakley made grips. That's what they are. Okay, Matt, you can put my Cobra screen grips. up. I'll put it over. These are Cobra Grips, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, oh, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember having a set of Cobra grips on my piece of crap bike. My bike was stolen. They only stole the grips and brought the bike back. <laughs> Do you remember buying a BMX and you'd have to buy like the gooseneck yeah. padding, or and else you'd uh, uh, hurt your boys? Oh my god! What did you call those bikes that had the shocks, the front shocks? Motocross the... bikes. Were they motocross? Was that well, they're, what they're, they're called? BMX, right? Yeah, BMX motocross. Yeah. Bikes. But they were heavy. Like they were like five hundred pounds. I had one. Yeah. All steel <laughs> with shock absorbers. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, to derail. We'll get to the next uh, the next thing here real quick. Um, we should take a screenshot of that. The time the paintball show was talking about BMS Cobra. We talk about food. We talk about booze. We talk about whatever. Whatever. All right. So here boobies. you go, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, Did you say boobies? Uh, I wish. Refurbished Tipman crossover. What? Huh. Refurbished Tipman crossover. Huh. <laughs> I will admit, I shot one of those. We were given a Tipman to try. It was okay. It was uh, both electronic or or mechanical. Oh, yeah. my battery sounds dead. weird. It was, switch. It was not so bad. It yeah. wasn't so bad, and it was Tipman quality, so it was kind of rugged. Um, it just kind of fell in a weird price range, so it never sort of took off. Um, yeah, and that, it had a bunch of yeah. That's the reason why it didn't take off. <laughs> no, but it had a bunch of things that the that a lot of new guns didn't have at the time. Like this had uh, air going through the grip. That was a first, not a first, but that was uh, some of the first guns that were actually doing that. It had a large, rather large trigger guard too, which was generous. Yeah. Um. All right. So where Paul Poston comes, Jennifer does too. Fifty bucks, she says. Actually, it's nice to see both you guys. Eric Parks, one hundred eighty-five. Joseph, one ninety-nine. Russ Carroll, sixty-five. And George, hey, of course he's gonna say two seventy five because he's got that George Hay money. What are you guys thinking? Who who won that? Joe. Ma- Joe. All right. What are you thinking on this Tipman crossover? Um, one fifty two. Josh. 
hundred. Matt. Refurbished, huh? Yep. Mm, Kyle sorry. Swanson's adding $78 on a dime bag. <laughs> I'm going to say $200. Very good. Oh, no. Jennifer Beatty Poston, I said, where where Paul comes, Jennifer does too. And she says he wishes. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh, good one. Oh. oh, I wish we could end the show on that comment, but we still need to finish this joke. That's awesome. <laughs> what do you think? I'm not touching either of that. No, well, that's why Paul's watching from yeah. the garage. <laughs> Uh, I will say 200. Is that what uh, I just bid okay. 200? Uh, so I'll go 250. Sorry. All right. This sold for $270. Ooh. Snuck in there, baby. That's what? right. So who won that? That's me. Uh, this time, technically Gavin. <laughs> <That's me>. <laughs> <laughs> technically Gavin. Every week, baby. Every All week. right. So while we let uh, Paul and uh, <laughs> Jennifer sort that one out, we're going to say goodbye. Gavin, thank you for being on the show tonight. Always great to be here, folks. And thank you again all for joining us in the chat uh, and listening in and tuning in each and every week that you do. Uh, help us out by hitting that like and share or letting your friends know that this is happening every Monday night. Uh, it really helps us support us uh, and the show. So thank you, my friends. We'll see you next week. Very good. Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Guys and girls, thanks for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Don't forget, tomorrow night is Mission Tuesdays at the Outdoor Field. If you need a midweek fix, come on out. Otherwise, we're open Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Saturday is open airsoft as well. So we've got lots of um, shooting activities at the Outdoor Field this week. Pew, pew. Very good. And what about you, Josh? Yeah, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, thank you to everyone who participates in the chat form uh, live when we record the, sh the show. It always adds an extra little fun element. And as always, uh, if you didn't like or share the show, uh, you're dead to us. So, uh, yeah, see you <laughs> never, I guess. Very good. And uh, before I say goodbye to Matt, zoom, come to my screen. There's a picture of a BMX bike. You can see it's a heavy thing with back sh with weir uh, spring had, shocks in the, the front and a fake gas tank is what i forgot that's to say right. as well that's where you put your lunch your lunch and your your sandwiches <laughs> thank you matt for pushing buttons My tonight god you guys are old i would ride one right now i promise you that i have but when you try to ride you try to keep up your friend you're bouncing like this because they're going like the shocks are going like this it's crazy uh, well paul poston will be riding tight but thank you guys for watching the show tonight we'll see you next week